All right, so what's your DNA? What's the DNA of your practice, right? Like, what's the structure? What's the backbone? What, uh, what, what jives you? What gives you purpose? How do you lead when you educate and you begin to work with patients and clients? This is an important question. And I'm stemming this off of the last podcast I shared with you, which was about decommoditizing your practice or finding ways to differentiate yourself from other functional and lifestyle medicine practitioners. Because, you know, the fact is, it's a space that keeps getting more crowded and more crowded. So I did share with you, you know, a couple core things we want to do. We want to almost immediately get people feeling better. We want to give them um, a goal and outlook, some hope even, possibility, right? Uh, we want to get to the root of their issue. And we want them to walk away or even when they meet us and they see our program, to have that feeling of, yes, this is, this is, this is waiting for me. This is for me, all right? And a lot of it's kind of like, you know, when you look at... Um, I don't like Disney, right? They build an experience. Starbucks, when they build it, it was all about the experience, right? He was trying to emulate that. Well, that's what you want to be able to further enhance and kind of create this engagement, um, this relatability with your clients and your customers and not be just a a pedantic, um, bland, hi, how are you? Here's your health history to fill out. Uh, Let me look at your medications and your supplements. I think you should get these tests. Here's my recommendations. Hope bodes well. Talk to you in a month, right? We want to build more into that. And there's a lot more we can do. You know, in the last um, uh, podcast I shared with you, me and my partner, how, um, you know, when we work together in practice, um, you know, how we work with people on all different levels as far as the mind and the body, right, Um, through functional movement. And and what I want to share with you here, and, and so I shared with you, I said, um, you know, so build your team. Maybe some of those areas uh, don't jive with you, or maybe some of those areas aren't your expertise, uh, but maybe you still want to have them in there. So you want to build your team of practitioners that can fit the slot. So what I want you to do is figure out the structure, the backbone, um, the DNA of your program. You know, uh, once again, as I said, it's like what jives you, what you really see making a difference in the impact in people's lives. So I'm going to give an example here because this is the backbone, the DNA, you know, like this is what I came up with on how I communicate and how I relate to my customers and my clients. And it's not like I come out and I say, we're going to do all this at once, right? But these are all the, this is how the structure of my programs are built for their healing. And, you know, I was talking to a um, uh, one of my clients recently, meaning uh, for the Modern Alchemist program, one of my mentoring and coaching clients. And, you know, basically we're putting together his program and looking at the core areas of it. Um, we slumped it down a bit. So what we're creating here is the same gift, right, for your patients, just in a different package. So these are those core areas that will apply for um, a menopausal woman who's looking for help with some weight loss, maybe um, hot flashes, um, you know, just overall life balance. It's the same cores, core factors that would also apply for um, 
say, a 30-something or 40-something male crossfitter that wants to enhance his performance and wants to um, help modify life stressors, family life, and all that stuff. So remember, it's the same present. We've got these core factors to it. It's just how we wrap it and present it and really customize it and tweak it for them. So obviously, we're not going to give them the same exact treatment, right? But we're going to do it customized for their needs as well as the message to it. So without further ado, let me share with you what I consider my backbone, uh, my structure. So I created this. It's, um, it's an acronym. I think acronyms are fun for this. Uh, it's A as an apple and the word remedy. So that's pretty apropos, right? Um, so A stands for assessment, or it could be analysis. Um, and that could be anything from a health history. It could be maybe you're doing um, applied kinesiology muscle testing. Uh, maybe you're doing functional tests such as adrenals, salivary adrenal cortisols, um, gut health tests, whatever it might be. A lot of different options we could do here. Um, and, it, you know, assessment finds its way throughout our programs because we reevaluate, right? And we can hit it in these different areas. So that's assessment, whatever that means to you. Um, next one is rest and relaxation. That's ER for remedy. That's what it is. It's simple. So it's the balance of stress versus work movement, right? So, um, you know, we need that. And people need, you know, stress is a big issue. So this is basically stress management. So it's about how are we sleeping? How are we resting? Are we imparting breaks throughout our day? Possibly, are we meditating? Are we going for a relaxing walk? Um, are we practicing ultradian rhythms, right? So that's the R. So the E is energy. Now, when I say energy, um, it is just that. And I have something I share with people. It's called the, the dynamics of energy. And I actually, I got this from uh, Tony Lahr and Jim Schwartz from their book, The Powerful Engagement. And it speaks about different emotions from high positive, low positive, high negative, low negative. And I like to walk people through it on, you know, where do they spend most of their time? How can we devise plans and figure out how to pop them out of the negative and into the positive? And then how to balance out the high positive and low positive. So we've got, you know, high positive being focused, connected, um, exhilarated, uh, low positive being calm, temporal, serene. You know, we need that balance. So that's energy. Now, energy, also what I share with people, it equates to the people, places, and things that are around you. So these are relationships as well. Um, and we have to look at that. It's a real, it's a, it's a big thing. So now, maybe this isn't your cup of tea. Maybe you don't want to talk about this. But you know what? Let me tell you something. Through every illness, there's an element that's rooted, deeply rooted in psychology of the individual. So I'm not saying that you need to be a counselor or a therapist. But I'm definitely saying that you may have to recognize that because when you sit down across from someone, and if you've been doing this, you know as well as I do that they just want you to listen and they want someone to talk to. And oftentimes that's what we're there for, in addition to finding those solutions. All right. So R-E-M, M is movement, right? So this is the opposite of the rest and relaxation. So movement is medicine. This is everything from moving often so you're not sedentary because it's a sedentary nature, sitting more than 30 or 60 minutes at a time, that's going to tighten up your uh, hip flexors. Um, it's going to lead to inflammation, a whole bunch of things. Um, 
to exercise. What kind of exercise do people do? And educate them on a balance exercise is what we do in our program. Everything from ground movement, uh, move net, right? Um, to weight bearing exercises and things like that. Now, once again, if this is not your thing, if this is not your stride, if this is not what you do, you can still talk to patients about it and you can assess them on it. You can see what type of exercise they're doing. Is it balanced, right? Because, you know, I'll give you a perfect example. Let's use yoga versus CrossFit, right? Yoga, we got people that are oftentimes super flexy, right, hyper-flexible, but maybe they're not building the strength that they need to build. And sometimes their mobility is a hypermobility, and, you know, that actually can be a detriment. Now, on the other side, we got CrossFitters that oftentimes are building strength, and they're also building some cardiovascular endurance and intensity, um, although they're often not the most mobile people. So they're on the other side. So we can find a balance between this. This is actually why I'm a MoveNet instructor, why I practice MoveNet for that reason. So movement, so, so you can sit there with the patient, you can recognize, and you can say, you know what? Knowing that you have, say, insulin resistance or diabetes, we know the benefits of X and X exercise. And I see you're not doing that. So um, do you think you can start simply doing this or... Would you be best to work with someone? Maybe it's a fitness instructor or a trainer to help you meet your goals. And then you have that person that you reach out to. It's part of your team. All right. So we got another E and that's for environment. Environment's so important. Environment is being out in nature, right? Um, it's being in the sunshine. It's getting the vitamin D. It's forest bathing. You know, there's a ton of research that shows the benefits of forest bathing when people basically are just chilling out in the woods, chilling out in the forest, comparing their blood uh, pressure levels, their cortisol levels to people who regularly live in a city environment. Um, people who live um, close to green spaces actually have reduced stress in their system as well. Um, benefits they've seen that way. Um, so that's actually a positive, beneficial thing that people have experienced at the same time. So nature is super important. We have I mean, for the time that we've been on this planet, 99.995% of the time, we've been outside dwellers. We've been in nature, which is super critical and super important. Now we're inside dwellers. And so I'm telling you that our genes have been designed to be outside. And I know the benefits of just when you're working in an inside work environment, very strong and focused and kind of getting your butt handed to you all day long because it's super busy, just stepping outside the benefit that I, that I can give you. I'll give you an example. This is back in, I don't know, 1996, 97. Um, moved to Jackson Hole, Wyoming. And I was uh, managing a grocery store pharmacy, actually Albertsons. And I hired my buddy on. Um, I didn't know him at the time, but he soon became a good friend of mine, uh, Brent. And um, he just graduated pharmacy school. So I think I had maybe two years in practice on him. And um, so we were just... If you can imagine Jackson, Wyoming, I mean, it just sounds like super healthy. No one's on medications, yada, yada, yada. But it's a, but people are, and that's actually what got me there. I was basically running away from the poly pharmacy out in the Philadelphia area. Thought I found a sleepy mountain town. Oh, contraire. So it's a heavy tourist town. So if you imagine in the summertime, you've got these well, older people in their RVs, they're retired, driving through, and... You know, how many medications is your average 60 or 70 year old on? Right? A handful, a bunch. So they need a transfer. So we're on the phone all day long calling call with transfers. These people are on vacation. 
They don't want to be stuck in a grocery store. So it's a lot of chaos, a lot of busyness. Um, and we actually were doing a lot of scripts anyway. So this one particular day, I was stressed. I hit my wall and Brent looked at me and goes, dude, we, cause we had a number of pharmacists working. He goes, we're good here. Just get out, go for a walk. And it's twice that happened this to me in my life. Um, so I did. And I walked down to the rodeo grounds. If anyone's familiar with Jackson hole, the old Albertsons used to be, um, uh, it actually used to be on Millward. I think. And that was up from the rodeo grounds. Now it's actually at the Y intersection, Southtown. Um, although just getting out like that saved me. And I realized how impactful that was. Um, so that was kind of cool. The first, the time before that, that happened to me, I was working at a CVS pharmacy in Harbison Avenue, Northeast Philadelphia. And it was, I was an intern, super stressful. I went outside on my break or it was a lunch and I was eating it on like the hood of my car and some older person came up to me, recognized the element of stress. I was in that probably my tension. And he was like, son, he goes, whatever you're doing right now, it's not worth it. So that was kind of cool. All right. So that's getting outside. That's getting in nature. That's getting your hands dirty. That's working with the biome. And trust me. So, you know, I go through this much more in depth in my training and the, the modern alchemist. All right. So now we're in D. What's D? Well, D's diet. Diet is the food that we eat. It's not a prescribed diet, but it's a lifestyle diet. It's like I do in my uh, integrated pharmacy specialist training over at freece.com. Diet is lifestyle diet. It's the foods that we eat and the lifestyle that we have around it. For instance, Mediterranean diet. People in that region, they eat together. They eat in community. That has profound benefits. So, And then it's the food we eat. It's the macro combinations. I'm not saying there's one diet for everyone. There's not. Um, but it's that healthy diet, which is generally going to be plant slant, healthy fats, healthy lean proteins, low glycemic, high fiber carbohydrates. Very simple. All right. Now the why, my favorite one is youthing. Folks, we need to youth more. Um, I don't know if that's a word, but the power of youthing, it's the power of play. You know, there's profound benefits in play. Why people play, the benefits we get from play. Um, another youth thing would, once again, taking you outdoors, right? Um, but doing things for no particular, particular purpose, creativity. Um, so there's a lot of things there that I teach and educate on also. So that is the DNA. That is the structure of my practice. So when I work with someone, I want to make sure all these boxes are checked. Now in the program, I will talk to them about all this with movement. I'll get them into the studio. Uh, because I'm a moving that trainer instructor as well. I'll talk to them about all that. Um, but if one of those or any of those or many of those aren't in your wheelhouse, if you want to incorporate these, you're more than welcome to, or if you want to slim it down, then reach out to a fellow practitioner who you can bond with, who you can create a rapport with so you can work together and kind of get that referral real, uh, wheel going. So, all right, folks, that is it for this one. I hope you enjoyed it and I will talk to you later.